2: Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code at DNVR to sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost. Okay, adventure's going on in the background of the the bar. We are live from the bar tonight. Just so you know, I guess it's today. He's back on the yeah. show and has to be a yeah. mom four seconds in. Immediately, but not for us though. Yeah, it had nothing to do with us this time. Uh, All right. I know I know a lot of lot of people don't care, but we gotta talk about it. Pick of the week. Bengals. I think a lot of people do
0: care. I think shit I think an insane amount of people care.
2: Really? About Super Bowl? I think it's gonna be like one of the least watched Super Bowls in a long time, to be honest with you.
0: Well yeah, but I mean like the least watched Super Bowl and the most watched.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easy to root against Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes every year, right? Where you're like, yeah, no one's hate watching this. That guy. (laughs) (laughs) No, the people who are tuning into this one are like,
2: all right, should be cool. Yep.
1: Like the the entire city of St. Louis, I guess, will hate watch it. But outside of that, that's
2: true. I forgot about that.
1: Uh, But there's just not that many of them. They don't.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, but it'll be compared to, other, compared
1: Super to other Super Bowls. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, like least watched Super Bowl, most watched
2: Dancing with the Stars. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're still Duncan. They but... oh, wow! Wow! Oh. I need I need the pick though. No. You want the Bengals? You want the Rams? I'm
0: I'm taking the Bengals. I th- I think you very rarely see a Cinderella story kind of like end with the with, win with, with the yeah. with the glass slipper actually fitting. <laughs> The last time I can really like remember that in sports is probably the Kings in, what was that, 2011 or 2012? 2010 the, the, when was they first the real won. dream run. Wasn't 2010 Blackhawks? 20, 2011 The I, first one, yeah. 2011 LA Kings is the last time I can really remember being like... The eighth seed Kings. Yeah. Time yeah, yeah. is a myth. So, uh, yeah, especially after the last few years. So I, I'd like to see Cincinnati. that That's my pick. Uh, Joe Burrow's been dope as hell this whole playoffs. All
2: right. I, I like the answer. In in chat here, Brendan's saying he's got a root for the Rams for Vaughn. Um, I imagine a good amount of Denver will be rooting for Vaughn Miller. So. Yeah. I, a good answer there, too. Either way, what whichever team you want, make it your pick of the week over at DraftKings Sportsbook. You can go over there with a the new account get 56 to 1 odds picking on whichever team you want to win the Super Bowl. And yeah. right now, you can sign up for your chance to win an opportunity to make a free $1 million bet on the Super Bowl. Um, I would like a million dollars. I don't know about you, Chat, but it's gonna be a uh,
1: all Cam Acres all day,
2: <laughs> easy money. Yeah. All right, all right. You heard it here first. Bet it all on Cam Acres. Put a million dollars first
1: the Friday before the Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> no one has had this bet yet. <laughs> Not a single person <laughs> has gotten to that take yet. <laughs> Either way, head on over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Use that DNVR code. You can download the Sportsbook app now. Must be 21 or older, Colorado-only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. Of course, see DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. They are an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, let's get into the show today. It's finally time. I know you all have been waiting for our trade deadline wish lists for a little bit now, so... We're gonna get into it. We're gonna break down our conglomerated top ten. Good word. Is it a word? I'm I'm just hoping it's a word, to I be mean, honest with you. <laughs> if it's not, I love that I love that you made one up. I think it's great. <laughs> we we're flying by the seat of our pants here. Before we actually get into the list though, there's a couple of guys that didn't make the list that I I know we wanted to get in some honorable mentions on. Uh I had Justin Braun. Uh I like him as a defensive option. As if the abs don't make a big move, could be something they look into. We'll talk probably more about that a little bit later on. Some our other actual guys. List so I can remember uh,
1: who our honorable mentions were?
2: I Jesse had Jake DeBrusque, who I think just missed the actual list. Yeah, someone yeah, we talked was one about
1: the last missions that we had. Yep. So yeah. Um, do
0: you want to like get into a couple of these guys, or uh, I mean, you can give us a quick blurb. I think
1: probably. Oh well,
0: no, I, I just I, I. That's a guy that obviously, um. You know, the situation with Boston was very well noted. We did yeah. an entire show on Jake DeBrusk earlier this season. Um,
1: like half my list didn't even make this thing. <laughs> half
2: of all of our list didn't make mm-hmm. it. That's how it works. Yeah. Combine <laughs> three lists into one. No, we, almost,
1: of, almost all of your lists did.
2: Really? Wow. Wow. That's just because I picked the right ones. Yeah, oh. eight of your ten guys are on this That's list. That's because I picked guys from your list and guys from your <laughs> list. <laughs> yeah,
1: he put his list in first. Don't yeah. listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> don't do, this. Well, is all lies. You guys
2: picked from my list, yeah, then. Right. So, I, so I am the front runner. This
1: is this is like when you do a fantasy draft and you just pick based off of the auto rankings because <laughs> you didn't do them yourself.
2: Well, I don't know who to put here. What, what rude of Yeah. Right, well, and they're start.
1: like, oh, okay. Well, ESPN has him as a projected 35 goal score year. This
0: that sounds great. <laughs> uh, well, so no, no, so anyway. are we want I just want to jump straight into the the guys that are on our honorable mentions.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Hey, cool. I mean, we can. I mean, so you mentioned <laughs> Jake DeBrosse. Yeah, and- it's very well documented. I
0: think that's a guy who you're you're buying on the hopeful upside. Um, that again, I, I don't think that's going to be a main target, but as maybe a couple guys get moved or, or there's prices that are just a little bit too high, I think that's a nice kind of secondary. Yeah, market a, guys. A,
2: a lot of these honorable mentions are like secondary right, potential right. options for the abs, I think.
1: Yeah, I've got, uh, I had Arturi in, no. uh Lawson Kraus, basically filling the same role, like your depth guys here. Yep. Um, in, in another guy that I, I had Paul Stasny as well on my Yeah,
0: list. and that's one that I do think is really interesting. Yeah, we can talk
1: about
2: him Yeah, I'd I, I
0: like to pause there for a second.
2: It's Look, obviously the connections to Colorado are, are apparent there. We know... Even after he left, the Avs have been interested in bringing him back for a little while, which is something never to discount for the Avs as we've talked about a little bit over the last couple of days. But Staz, where does he fit on the Avs?
1: Well, well, I mean, there's the versatility there where, you know, he's been playing a lot of left wing in Winnipeg. uh, But you can also put him down the middle. You know, it kind of depends on who's healthy yeah. And that's what I like about it is that he could fill the left wing. You know, if he could, he could be Newhook's left wing. If Newhook moves up, he could be your three C. And Natchushkin is his left wing. Like they're different. They're different uh, uh, lineup combinations that he would make a lot of sense. Um, you know, he's not the player that he was. Of course, he's a little right. diminished. You're not. You're not really talking about putting him in to a top six, but. You know, you you take a JT Comfer off of a second power play, and you put a Stasny in that spot. You know, again, <laughs> you're talking about min-maxing here. Yeah, you're talking about getting just a little bit better in, in a spot here, or there, moving a guy down, and improving multiple spots along the way because of it. So, and uh, but, you know, price wise, not not going to be overly expensive. I don't I don't think so. Uh, you know. Not was not high on my list. Was near the bottom of my list, and was just one of those guys that we kind of omitted, um, just through just putting our list together. Just kind of worked out that way. So. But
0: again, it's, it's a guy that probably costs you a little bit less in terms of assets. Yeah, you know, the money's definitely. a little bit easier
1: to fit. Yeah, you're not talking about trying to jam in a six million dollar salary and figure it out at that point.
0: Yeah, Allie. By the way, uh, you were saying this isn't real snow. They can see it on the broadcast.
2: Come yeah, over here.
0: No, I was going to say. I it's yeah, snowing pretty and... good
2: when you look from over here.
0: Hey, you said it wasn't sticking. You didn't specify that at first. So <laughs>
1: Anyway, um, it does look cool. as like the background of the pod. Yeah, I, think. I
0: like it. I actually like it. It does look upsetting. You're right. <laughs>
2: uh, anyway, Stazzy, It's way
1: better than that night I showed up for your guys' post-game pod, and your leg wouldn't stop bouncing, and it was driving me crazy. <laughs> and then uh, you had all the police in the background. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So, yeah.
0: I I looked at my phone. I looked at Rudo. I was like, it's AJ. <laughs> I just saw him comment. He knows we're doing this. Yeah. I got like, concerned. I was like, oh my god, he's dying, and he just yeah. grabbed his phone nine and one my one my nine one number nine was one one. the first one there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, you'd be like fourth or fifth on my emergency.
2: <laughs> well, <contact> I, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's pretty uh, high.
2: I know. I was gonna say I, I,
0: I was gonna be offended,
2: but then I was like, well, fourth or fifth, not yeah, bad. I'm, I'm hoping for like tenth. Crack <laughs> the top five. <laughs>
1: I don't know where he'd be on that one. <laughs> do, not lists, do not call list. Probably. Do not call. We don't communicate. What? He'd be too uh, afraid to call you. You would well, get
0: in trouble. Yeah, and how him. did you hurt um, yourself, AJ? Don't die. Yeah. Why are you calling me?
1: Yeah, true. <laughs> I don't know what that list would look like right now.
0: Oh.
1: Uh, it's that one also kind of You know of what? We'll do
0: the trade deadline wish list next week. Yeah. Yeah. Let's this talk week about we're going to carve out AJ's list. emergency contact <laughs> wish, uh,
2: list. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, Paul Stasny, obviously some good storylines there to talk about for the Avs. Winnipeg, they're not out of it yet, but it's not been a big year for them in any yeah,
1: stretch. There will be a couple of teams um, that we talk about where it's like these dudes are selling. Yeah. And then there will be a couple of teams where it's like, we're doing this five weeks out. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. If we, that's why we wanted to start with a wish list. And yeah. And as this evolves, this is where we're starting with these are the guys that we like.
0: Well, and, and that is one thing I do want to uh, point out <coughs> is yeah, this is our yeah. wish wish list where it's like, hey, if everything fell into place just perfect, we think these are guys that would be really cool and that would add a lot. We're not necessarily saying these are all guys that they're in on. All guys that are overly likely, but these are guys that we think uh, make for a good fit. And to your point, we've talked about it a bunch. Joe Sackick did say last night in his media availability, look, we're still five weeks out. What we need today may not be what we need in five weeks. Yeah, you don't know what's
1: going to happen. Injury-wise, everything Bowen Byram-related changes all of this conversation. And The the Byram thing is a big asterisk on this whole list because if you know for sure, hey, Byram is back – It changes some of these priorities. D becomes a lot less important. Well, like John, John Klingberg goes way down on my list. If that's the case. So, and, and and he's like that.
0: And he mentioned, he's like, Joe Saget said, we are hoping that we get Byron back for this year. The communication we're having, we are hopeful. We're giving him the space he needs. We're giving him the time that he's looking for. And we are hoping that that ultimately leads to him coming back. So, they're they're playing with some live ammo a little bit because you're not really sure w- what's going to be overly relevant when. Definitely. So that is definitely something
2: to keep in mind. Definitely a, a good take. Uh, Yahir's not on the show today, so we forgot to put up the abs are not trading for math. Uh. That is one thing. Uh,
0: <laughs> Peter Baugh last night from The Athletic, we were sitting next to each other before the Joe Sakic thing, and he looks at me and he goes, I'm half tempted just to set him up for it just so he can come out and say, We're not trading for Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, He was like, maybe I'll ask him, like, so, you know, Marc-Andre Fleury's name's been out there a lot with you guys, just so he can say it so people can stop asking about it.
1: Uh, He would say... Well, Peter, I don't comment on specific players who play for yeah, other teams.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then he would also say, but anything's possible. But, yeah. <coughs> but I just thought that was funny because. We're,
1: we're always going to look to improve our team, and we're open to anything.
2: Right. All right, Kings. Oh, yeah, look
1: at these. Jesse That's still a really needs a crown. but That feels intentional. It's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah.
2: weird how
0: different size you guys are, yet they both seem to fit your head perfectly.
2: You know, I've been told I have a small head, so it works out. oh uh, you need a gesture. <laughs> Jesus <fuck>. Wow. Grumpy <laughs> old Scott firing yeah, Jesus. firing daggers out here. Cool. Okay. Fuck me, I guess. So let's actually get into our proper top ten wish list. Yeah, Bring up like the big board. Can't help but no, no. she still hasn't put a crown on me. All right, we're just we're firing in right away with number ten. Phil Kessel. Uh, this is Phil Kessel is, is Jesse's baby on this yeah. list. Yeah, so this is, well, is
1: Jesse's. idea. Well, th- blame th- Jesse. This is, this, this is, is where one, the jester hat comes in. This,
0: <laughs> this is one that I, I really do feel, um, that people could end up being disappointed to come trade deadline day. If everyone's really that down on him, this is just a guy. He's already got a nice chunk of salary being eaten by Toronto, mm-hmm. Arizona, you know, will be willing to eat half of what they pay nom, 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 nom. <laughs> it, it, it'll be relatively relatively simple for them to fit him under the cap and it's a guy they've been tied to now for two years mid or bo- middle to bottom six guy plugs in on your pp2 i don't think this is a high target
1: yeah on their you list for five balls this year like
0: uh, six after last night or two nights ago. Six.
1: So he's got six goals on the year. Like this is not but, Phil Castle, right?
0: But but I do think Phil that, Castle fame. That again, he is the one kind of step above DeBrusque, Stazny that we we're just <laughs> talking about. Where maybe he's not like the third or the fourth option, but I think he is like a third fallback up front. If you're if you're just priced out of
2: some of the other players that you that we'll be talking about here. Thought for a second there, you're gonna say he is the one true Phil. And I was like, interesting. <laughs> Who's- if you haven't been to the temple of the one true Phil, all right, you, you got to go check it out. That's all I'm saying. Do you know what he's talking about? No. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a Phil Kessel fan club. Known as the Temple of the One True Phil.
1: Oh, 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 oh. And, and they're is it is it like those Vin Diesel dudes that all showed kind up, of, dressed together, kind of, and just said family over and over on that video. Their <laughs> most famous
2: thing is taking his uh, Team USA picture and doing the thing where you keep blowing it up and zooming in on his face until it gets to like a level of terrifying. Yeah. I don't know if you have to go that far, but
1: um, <laughs> no, I, I just, I do. Um, I, look, I, when you're a disciple of the temple of the one true Phil, <laughs> right. there is no limit.
0: I, I I just, I think this is a guy that, that the abs could be sitting, not just the abs, a lot of teams. I think he gets moved this trade deadline regardless. And there's people that will step back and say he he played a role outside of the top six in Pittsburgh and had great success in the playoffs on back-to-back cup runs. Um <clears throat> And, and and I just think that there will be front offices that find value in that. You strike out on a couple or guys. Like, you're not wanting to pay first round picks. Dude, I think he's a nice option. Like
1: Phil Kessel for JT Confer, just straight up. Yeah, done. Like they get Confer in their middle six next year as a guy that maybe mm-hmm. they like, you know, who yep. improves their the middle of their roster moving forward. Like
0: and and it gets rid of some of your kind of redundancies in that bottom yeah. six. Well, and for and, it, and he
1: clears up. It clears a, a very obvious role for him. <laughs> right to to step in and play and so so yeah it's I mean not- and and you we talk about like putting some talent next to Alex Newhook right on a third line um, you know Phil Kessels, and I think that's where I would be intrigued right um uh, we did the watch along with PD with PHNX and said look he might hate it but you just have to play him twelve minutes right yeah and right. you know manage him. Because he also said you don't play 800 games in a row by sit- standing in shooting lanes. So, <laughs> yeah, there's there are obvious drawbacks to Phil Kessel where, For sure. when you watch him play, he takes the easy way out a lot. Mm-hmm. It's always kind of been the big bugaboo of his career. Yep, uh, is and and he's no longer such an explosive offensive player right. that you can just be like, well, you take what you get with it. Like it's right. a legitimate drawback here. Uh, there's always the magical elixir of He plays on a good team Now he's going to try hard again Right. He's if, in a- if you ignore his entire career's worth of work right. Maybe you can believe that
2: Do they need to make this trade To start making the all-sister team they already <laughs> have Jesse Comfort. Well, if they do it well, straight yeah, up, then it's yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. They've, they've, they've got to keep sisters, for this yeah. Yeah. Um, so but, that
1: way Abby Newhook, Jesse Comfer, <laughs> and Amanda Castle, yeah, all, yeah. yeah can
0: all be on the same team. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, but but again, this this isn't a guy. Yeah. I sister abs are gonna rule. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They'll be the best pro pro sister team for sure. Uh, but again, I we don't think do
1: that as an off-season thing. We should do a sister draft. <laughs> oh
2: hell yeah!
0: I don't think this will be one of the first calls they make. But again, if if you start seeing a couple of those yeah. top guys, trade on our list for a reason. And you're not wanting to give up a ton of assets. This is a guy that I do think, oh. um, like you said, you you can talk yourself into. He gets into that playoff run. That's the perfect type of guy for you. You suddenly get, you know, he matches his regular season production in a playoff run. Oh totally. And it it just yeah. It's such a boost for your bottom six.
1: Well, and like you throw your second power play unit out there, and you kind of just see how it goes, right? You got him you're, on
0: on one of the walls, and he's yeah, still a good shooter. You have shooter. hanging yeah.
1: around. And you have Taves and Gerard and you it, know, it's like an interesting
0: name that I think is cheaper now than it was at the beginning of the season, and that's why he stays in the at conversation. least in the conversation. Yeah.
1: Well, and you, I, I, I don't know where they can really ask for a lot. Everybody knows he's right. going to walk at the end of the year, so you lose a lot of that leverage and. Yep. Knowing if you're a team that's like, oh, he's going to come in and boost our top six, chances are you're not going very deep in the playoffs anyway. Right, so. right.
0: Yeah, and I I, agree with what you said a minute ago that you guys were talking about with PD that, look, if he comes here and Jerry Bednar sits him down and is like, hey, most nights, it's 10 to 12. Yeah. And just make the most of those 10 I would to say, 12. I would say
1: 12 to 15, roughly, yeah. as an expectation to get, you know, but – Know that it's going to be more twelve, and that he's not going to play in third period. Like in a game last night, where he they're protecting taken a shift lead. Or two, maybe,
0: yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But, but, but again, definitely. an
2: interesting enough name at a cost that I think is very palatable. Yep, I I like the conversation. I do want to move on to number nine here. I believe I was the only one who had him on my actual list. Jonathan Druin. Yeah, no, I think this is a great one. Uh, we had this conversation a little bit the other day.
1: I did not double check the spelling of Jonathan. So if I did you dirty, I am I'm, so sorry. I think
2: that's correct, but I, I thought don't it was actually two. know. <laughs> I just, I just, I, like, I, just I'm, yeah, I know you did. And I
1: meant to double check it. <laughs> and I'm just saying if somebody's like, wow, you guys are idiots. Nailed this it. This is all Nailed it. me. We no, got oh, one.
0: Wait. Yep, nailed it. Got in him.
1: The, in that case, all credit to me.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Allie didn't do shit. Yeah, you're welcome.
2: Uh, look, and <laughs> obviously the connections with McKinnon have been there for a very, very long time. Yeah, for it, sure. I really don't think it made a ton of sense for Colorado until now.
1: Yeah, where we talked about it on the Montreal show the other day. Like, look, he's got a year left on his deal at $5.5 yep. If they'd be willing to even eat a little bit of that money. Right that'd be great but the year left and if you could kind of just pencil him in as like a replacement somewhere on your second, your second line second next winger. year yeah um, there's there you could talk yourself into some good things here well
0: and and, and there is there's always there's always going to be that like you know connection wish yeah. and prayer and hope that maybe he comes here and that chemistry thing with McKinnon is very real it's not yeah.
2: If it works, it works. Right, right? you know what but, I mean? But like,
0: but like that's something you can always talk yourself into, that
1: they
3: were
0: well, such and, an electric pairing at one point. What
1: frustrated me was that that was a lot of the reason for the interest in him right. over the years, and now it's like it doesn't have anything to do with yeah. McKinnon. Right. It's that it has everything to do with who Drew Ann is as a player. He's actually a great now. fit
2: on the where, line. Where yeah. Colorado,
1: kind of where they could use a guy. Yeah, uh, Because, again, like you could put him... On your third line, next to Newhook, and have him. Now just that's going to have to be a line that you have to shelter a little For more sure. because of the defensive deficiencies that Duran has had his entire career. But you're also putting him in a position where you're saying, "We're not asking you to be the savior. Yeah. We're not asking you to lead the team in anything. We're not asking you. To, we're asking you to go out there and just be who you it, are." And we've seen that at his best in the NHL, he's a pretty good player.
2: Yeah, and and the Evs have the opportunities to shelter him. Yeah, maybe you have to move Nuke to the right side or whatever. Yeah. But if you run you can consider options like a Druin, a Kadri with a nuke or drop him to the third line, run some kind of new hook Druin nuke Nichushkin type of lines. Again, a lot like the conversation we were having with Stasny,
0: flakes are getting big. There's
2: room for a lot of versatility when the Avs go out and get one of these talented forwards yeah. that particularly in Druin's case, you play him with the Kadri because he can feed pucks to these guys. You play him with the Burakovsky because he can feed pucks. To the shooters that you want to see put pucks in the net so
0: and then yeah like i said in preseason next year you you sat him with mckinnon for a couple games and you're like is it still there <laughs> no okay just what we thought perfect yep um but no i i yeah this is a name that i didn't have on my list and i he never even crossed my mind when i was putting the list together so i when you had it uh i really like this one i think it's an interesting I, one I,
2: I think it's pretty impressive that like uh, most of my guys got picked, I guess, but we came together and for a ten-person list, we had pretty close to twenty guys that mm-hmm. we're trying to try and parse through for for potential trade targets. I like for that little end, like so. self tire pump there.
0: It's pretty impressive. You gotta get I mean, in in my whole basically
1: is on what?
0: here, but you
2: guys did okay too. You got to take you guys, your dubs.
0: Thanks <laughs> you for your help. Them. Yeah. I'll tell you. What, I'll just take the reins on this next time. You guys just show up.
2: <laughs> we'll do my list. Yeah. It'll be great. Uh, uh, all right. You guys can just have a separate show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're looking to get a great drink, you need to check out Ranch Riders. Uh, I, I know AJ already agrees with this, but just just so we don't have to kick you off the show, Jesse. When you're talking about food and drinks, it's just better when it comes from a food truck, right? Yeah, that's For sure. where you get the best food. That's where Ranch Riders started. Down in a food truck in Texas. They've been working on it for a long time. They have... I had never heard of this before, but they call it ranch water. Yeah, I didn't know what that was either. Yeah, it's absolutely delicious. They put in some... Uh, you can get tequila or vodka, whichever one you're feeling. With Allie running the show tonight, you know it's going to be tequila. <laughs> so, uh, the, the palomas are my favorite. They're so good. There you go. That woo was a cool mom thing.
0: We got Allie running the show. Woo!
2: <laughs> Passing out tequila to everyone. If you're going to do it, do it here. So... Go get your Ranch Riders. They're one of the 10 fastest selling alcohol companies in Allie's the like, country. T- on our,
1: like, Allie's perception on our show is that she's like 26 going on 45. <laughs> like, going on uh, well, I was going to say, and, and we have to take it easy on her because today is Allie's birthday, so we won't give her too much shit. Big fan that the Broncos uh Broncos chat. Ah! <laughs> Big fan of the Broncos chat. Also wished, celebrating her wished birthday. Wished her a happy yeah. birthday today. It that was, was great. It was
2: good stuff. But go check oh, out Ranch Riders.
1: <laughs> really excited for the Rapids pod to start wishing out. Yeah, Allie a it's, happy gonna be a, it's gonna
2: be a fun time. I'm I'm here for it. Also, Sunday, mimosas at the bar for the Ams yeah.
1: game, folks. Yeah. Mimosas, mimosas for the ABS, and then preparing for the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's gonna be I
0: gonna be a blast. We'll be drinking mimosas. Oh boy, here we go on Sunday. Uh, I was telling you guys, we'll make one on the pregame show. Show you guys how to properly make a mimosa. <laughs> I'll need a pint glass. Like,
2: measure it yeah, out yeah. and everything. Yeah, you can call oh, it okay. measuring.
1: Champ, champ, <laughs> champ, champ, champ. Orange juice. Yep, that's. <laughs> Just enough just that you enough get the tang. The yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's uh, just enough to like a, a light yellow. I, you drop most of my table that's
2: orange. Like, mm. All right. So I'll you're drink making, it. You're but... making a pea-colored drink, just yeah. so we're clear. Okay. Cloudy, Look uh, a little dehydrated, but. <laughs> Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook. What is number eight on our list I'm going. I'll to bring a robe on Sunday too. If you guys aren't careful, I have a very plush
0: black start. robe.
1: There's a whole
0: subsection yeah, of our Megan and I were talking about it last robes. night. <clears throat> we're working on it, producer lady. Ma- Megan and I are working on getting you guys robes. We're having to fight. <laughs> we're fighting the good fight here. That's too far. You
2: did too many. Oh my gosh, yeah. Luke Shen. I know you've been you know enjoying uh, your birthday, I, but I've made the classic mistake chat, and this is AJ's boy anyway. So, I'm going to I'm going to let AJ talk about this and and go relieve myself. He, I. Next one, next on the list. No, I mean, we've talked about
1: Luke Shen Always and I leaving. think I think uh this is again we're we're having this conversation about Bowen Byram because uh if Byram is around, then the the appeal of Luke Shen is a lot higher. If it, if there's no Byram, then my interest in Luke Shen isn't, like, Luke Shen's a little more limited than I would like. Um, right. I just think so as, a, as a right-handed, better version of Jack Johnson. I, I was going
0: to say, so this is more of, like, your Jack Johnson, not replacement, but
1: But more insurance. competition yeah, for, yeah. That, for that spot. And then also between Ryan Murray, Eric Johnson, and Jack Johnson, I just straight up don't trust all three guys to stay healthy for a playoff run. Yeah. And so Luke Shen is a guy that you put into that lineup. Uh, and push one of those guys off the ice. Pro- at this point, it's obviously Ryan Murray. Yeah, it's with no Bowen, with, no, with no with no Bowen Byram, it's obviously Ryan Murray. But like, I know I keep looking at it too. <laughs> it's 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 done. It's too late, bud. We're screwed. Um, but no, like a uh, Luke Shen. Like, look, he's he's not gonna do a whole lot for you offensively, but he manages pucks well at this point in his career. He's not quite the grenade launcher he was in in the mid. Portion of his career and he's yeah. Comfortable in a depth role On a team pushing right. For a cup he understands that job uh, Defensively still Still strong defensively uh, Still brings an element that they really That they, they could really use and Is right is right handed so So
0: so actually not even so much of like Because oh, <sighs> you know you, you say Megan you're supposed to be on yeah, what what do you mean on your side? She's just trying to be polite. That's right. It's your birthday. I hate when people don't say happy birthday to me on my birthday. Um, this is more because because you know you're saying if if Bo Byram is healthy, you're less interested in him. This is more of like what we want EJ to be. I'd say um, Jack Johnson, even maybe. Well, so, so that that was kind of what we were talking about. But again, if like if you've got Byram. EJ is kind of filling this role that you're talking about. If you don't have Byram, you ask EJ to elevate a little bit. And Luke Shen to be that. And Shen gives you
1: another alternative, too, when 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 you do have those nights where EJ is not playing as Mm -hmm. well and you can see them, the coaching staff would then have the flexibility to say, all right, let's gear back EJ. Instead of being like, well, our other option right now is Curtis McDermott or Ryan Murray. Right. Which just, you know, with Ryan Murray – when he was playing games, it was getting better. There were things that you were liking. These these last two games that he's played, uh, you know, two weeks apart, he hadn't been any good in either one of them. I mean, so you don't feel good about that in the immediate. But over the next five weeks, we'll see. But what's true no matter what is that between Eric Johnson and Ryan Murray, I'm not trusting yeah. the health. You'd it's, like to share that up if, a little bit. If
2: nothing else, you can't be – one you don't away from I, playing I Curtis McDermott. Knock the this off on in our team. chat. What? That
1: this Byram isn't coming back. You don't know that. No one has any. Nobody idea. knows this. Okay, so this is going to continue to be part of the conversation. And this, like, he's not coming back. Okay, what are the lotto numbers that I need to go and buy?
0: I right, was I mean, he he literally he, he could come back tomorrow.
1: Like it, I. It just this is just it is it is becoming my pet just a thing that is driving me crazy. Like the confidence with which, if your name, we're just predicting the future, just saying shit and saying and pretending that it's real.
2: If your last name doesn't end with Byram, you have no idea, and there's a good chance even if your name ends with Byram, you probably don't know when you're going to be back. Yeah. So. Anyway.
0: Yeah. No. But 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 it's it's a good point, and and that again goes back to this five week conversation. Mm -hmm. I I I would be willing to bet that if, if they made whether it be a big splashy trade or something around the fringes if they made that move for a forward tomorrow i wouldn't be that surprised i think they're going to add on d to some extent and i think that'll be a deadline if, day deal because i think they're going to take that to the last possible second
1: yeah they should
0: to decide it, what they're doing in terms of buy room
1: they's, well and like we'll we'll see right like uh, and and you can't you can't really plan either way with that because even after the deadline, if he hasn't come back by the deadline, it's not like the deadline no. that's his deadline. Right, 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 That dude could show up after the uh, at the uh, the last week of April and be like, and, "Yo, can I get in on this?" And the Avs would absolutely have and, to say yes.
2: And while I do expect the Avs to wait, like you're saying, Jesse. Any extra defenseman makes you one defenseman further away from playing Curtis McDermott on defense, or Jacob yeah, McDonald like, like sure, you, you whoever don't, whoever you, you want to get role. into
1: those guys, and like yeah, if you're picking between Jack Johnson and Luke Shen or Eric Johnson and Luke Shen, to which guy is actually going to play in this playoff game? You're in a good position on your bottom right, pairing, right? Right, yep. right, right. And so it's it's a situation where it's like this guy can help you. It's a limited ceiling. This is not you know it's it's like Patrick Nemeth but but better. Like he's a better well, player. Well, it's, it's
0: it's what you're, it's what you <laughs> signed Ryan Murray for. You were hoping Ryan Murray was well, going to. It's what you
1: lost when Ryan Graves got traded. Yeah, yeah. And like reacquiring that. And
0: and and you hope that Ryan Murray can be that and or could could have been that. And 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 you feel bad because that dude's had a thousand things go wrong in his career, but it just hasn't they, worked. They didn't out. start
2: going right super quickly. Right, Denver, right. So. It
0: just, it just. He never kind of – I remember us talking about it early early in the season, preseason, stuff like that, where, man, if you can get a fraction of what Ryan Murray has shown the potential to be yeah. and stay healthy, then you're not having this conversation. And R- Ryan Murray – and we won't talk about it on this show – that's a sneaky candidate that I think could be tossed in on a trade Oh, well, because money has salary. to go out. Right. So, like, Two the million- Darren
1: Helms, Ryan Murray's – those guys, those guys are candidates to be moved as salary fillers somewhere. Right, because Ryan, like,
0: Ryan Murray at $2 million, that's a nice little chunk. And, and again, we'll get into that and show yeah, it and later like, down the road.
1: If you're trading for you know, Luke Shen, who signed for next year at, I think it's like 850 k Right. Like, you know. But, again, this is, this is also the conversation of uh, they, they aren't going to – Vancouver's not in a hurry to make that
2: decision. Right, right, right. Definitely Fair. Uh, I think we're ready to move on to number seven. Which, yeah. Uh, Tyler Toffoli, someone yeah. we've talked about a decent amount over the last year and a half, yeah, honestly. The
1: last couple of seasons, yeah. really, just with how it's kind of He's
2: always been kind of in the conversation, at the very least. Uh, uh, the starting well, point, and, and why I think two reasons Chipmunk? you'll see Toffoli a little bit lower on this list. That beer's a little rough, huh? I'm good. Uh, well, it was just a very high pitched hiccup. Yeah, <laughs> better than my coughing fit the other day. So, uh, <laughs> Toffoli to has two more years after this one left on his deal. Yeah. So this is kind of a weird move to be thinking about at a deadline because it's a little bit longer term. Yeah. It's
1: a real commitment. Yeah. It's not twenty games and then we'll see, right? Mm-hmm. It's we're getting this guy. He's going to be part of the. He's going to be part of the conversation for the next couple of years.
2: And then the other side of this, which we did talk about the other day too, but we'll reiterate here. Dude can't skate. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't fit
1: Colorado's identity of being a, a higher end skater. Sure, uh, I think mean, there's a difference between can't skate, and bad, you know, <laughs> can't he just, skate to it, the abs level. How about identity, identity wise, like he is going to look like he's riding a bike a lot uh, out there versus guys who fly around.
2: Yeah. So,
1: uh, but you are you are talking a guy that look at worst rolls in and plays next to Alex Newhook. Yep. At best rolls in and pushes Natchushkin down to play with Alex Newhook. Right. And, and either way and, I think you're pretty thrilled with and that. And yeah, you're probably going to get similar production out of him uh because even strength ice time I don't think should be vastly different between those two roles. Uh, that me believing that Newhook is going to continue to get an expanded role here just because he's played he's played such solid hockey. Um but I I I think that to fully just it's he's just a higher end guy, and then he's insurance that. Look, if if Burakovsky, if natushkin all these guys they right. go they to Slump want, City here for whatever, it, well, well, and, and, like oh, for future use, yeah, for future use, you know, you, if Burakovsky and 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 Nichushkin both both want six million dollars in the off season, uh, nope, you're like, look, we love those guys, but yep. we can't give that money, you know, we can't you can't give six million dollars to Val natushkin yeah, six million dollars for Burakovsky is probably the upper limit.
2: It's at least a conversation. Yeah,
1: you're you're at least in the neighborhood. But okay, say say he wants seven and a half. No, you know where you're just saying, well, absolutely not. You know, the Toffoli just gives you insurance there, where you get a guy that you can put Uh, in your top six next year. I think and reallocate that money to your goaltending
2: position. The way (laughs) I looked at Toffoli, and actually, this is someone we can talk about that we didn't have on any of our lists too. If you're looking at Jonas Donskoy. As a potential option, I think you should be looking at Tyler I
1: Thought it was interesting, not I, on I, any I, of our lists.
2: I, 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 He was one of my just missed it down yeah. near the
0: bottom where I was like. Uh. My first
1: draft had him on it, and then the more guys that I started going through, the and more that, I was like, eh, just kept was, knocking him down. That
0: was my thing where I was just like, we've seen him here, we know what it is. It's not that it's bad. If they went out and acquired him, I wouldn't I hate just,
1: that. I don't want to, I don't want a guy that that's that that is that soft.
2: It's very perimeter based for sure, but well, and it's it's
0: just so streaky. Obviously, this season highlights that more than maybe any of his others. But
1: like, it's pretty, he, pretty par for the course for his career to be right.
0: Honest. Well, well and, that, and that's what I'm saying. And it just it, it seemed worse because it was at a zero for so long. Yeah, but he, I mean, he went through very similar stretches here in Colorado. It just didn't feel as bad because mm. he had scored a hat trick and then had. Four in, games where he
1: scored three goals in San Jose had a had a thirty or forty game stretch where yep. he didn't score a goal, yep. and you're just like,
2: he just does. How is that possible? Way. When you're watching him in Colorado, you're like, how? And ends up right. with thirty seven points at the end of the year, yeah. no matter what. Yeah, you know, and I mean, you're yeah. like, and he
1: had his two highest goal scoring seasons were in Colorado. His two yeah. highest shooting percentage. Like, what what were the Avs doing with Jonas Donskoy to get that much more out of him than anywhere else has? <laughs> right. So it makes you like the fit would be obvious with 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 Donnie, but you know, but but even anyway, with all that, he
2: away. he went through stretches even in Colorado where, I, yeah, there where it's just you're getting nothing. Yeah. Uh, I think Donskoy is about four hundred k cheaper than Toffoli. Donskoy is three point nine. Yeah, I think Toffoli is four point three, or it's somewhere close to that. If it's not four point three, so a bit cheaper, but uh, Toffoli also. He's been a pretty consistent forty to forty-five point guy when he plays a full season. Yeah. So he can he does provide a little bit more offensive punch, I think. And yeah, and
1: like signed for two years at right. underfoot, like it's just such a good, solid bargain deal there that he would have to totally hit the wall and be an absolute horrible off fit a cliff. for yep. it to for for you to feel like there's a negative. Uh, it's a negative value deal. Yep. We are just like God. This has just not worked.
2: All right. Moving on to number six. I actually don't know who Oh, it's Gio. Okay. Mark Giordano, the oldest old man defenseman that isn't named Zdeno Chara. Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't
1: really know what to feel about Gio. Because this year it's been it's been okay. Um in Seattle he's look he, The guy that he randomly turned into for a few years there in Calgary is not, he's not is that tall. guy. He anymore, was
0: exposing yeah. the
2: expansion draft for a reason. The, yeah,
1: and they because they valued the other guys over him. So
2: right. here is my Sucks. big one huge selling point for Gio in Colorado. The dude dominates defensively net front. It's something that the Avs lack very, it's, very it's heavily. It's not unimportant. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Especially because, like, you probably push, again, Byram. If Byram's in your lineup, Geo's probably more expensive than you want to go. You're probably if not. If Byram going isn't yeah. in your lineup, then Geo's exactly the kind of guy that yep. you want to go and get uh, that can, that will, will you will give a prominent role to, uh, and you will put him in a lot of defensive heavy situations. Yep. And you have the flexibility to kind of do whatever, because he's played left and right in his career where you can do make you, it work. However, yeah, you need you, to. whatever yeah. alignment you prefer. And like the difference between Sam Girard trying to play with Jack Johnson versus Mark Giordano, you're right. like, That's boy, big. you feel a <laughs> lot better about giving G the kind of support we've talked about them providing him. Big you feel a lot G. better about it with with Giordano than you do with Jack Johnson or Eric Johnson.
0: Yeah, no, the the, you know, he he just does become your guy that he he eats a lot of the tough minutes. He kills penalties. Um, you know, he he, he would have been on the ice for all two minutes of that last night against Tampa Bay. Yep. Um, he does just give you a little bit of a different element um, at, at a, at a level that the avs just don't really have right yeah. now.
1: Um, I think the hardest obstacle to this is Ron Francis. It's going to want too much. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And, and the, the problem for the abs is I think you'll he'll find, he'll find a GM willing to pay it. I don't think it'll be Joe Sackick, but I think he'll find a GM willing to pay. What he wants.
1: I think there's such a divergent split uh, starting to appear in the t- upper echelon teams and the rest of the league that if he doesn't get it from one of those five to seven teams that think they can really win a cup, I don't think he gets it. Um, and then you have to say, do you just eat it? Because he ate
2: it. Yeah, he hasn't has been summer. afraid to eat it in the past. He ate it all sure. summer.
1: And look look at the team that he built. Like. Right. Oops. Like Giordano UFA? Yeah,
0: I can see a team like Minnesota being in on him.
1: I, I mean, sure. I, I'm <laughs> Minnesota would be in that group of seven that right. I'm talking about that says we're pretty serious about making this thing count. I, now
0: I, I, I think they're going to try because I think Bill Guerin knows what he's up against. The
2: Fifteen million dollars in dead forward. cap coming real quick.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think he also knows that he's got some fucking kids coming that can play. He doesn't want to touch those guys. I mean, between Boldy, Rossi and Caitlin Addison, I think he's got some. I think he's got some dudes. He's gonna fucking need them. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But I, I, think he's got them. So,
2: all right. You know. So, Gio, look. Are we are we entirely discounting the do it for the old guy storyline well, here? I, too? I, I yeah. was gonna say. Okay.
1: I, I don't. You already have an old guy. You're trying to do it for in Eric Johnson. He's
2: not that old yet, though. I mean, <laughs> not
1: I, like Geo is older, but
2: by a good bit.
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't think that it's not a thing. Like, I don't think that would be something that wouldn't be at least like discussed amongst the team. Sure. But like, it's it's not. Everyone, you know, references, Avs fans reference the Ray Bork thing. Oh, that could be their Ray Bork. Like, Ray Bork was a first ballot Hall of Famer. (laughs) One of the greatest of all time, regardless of how that last season went. And it was, that was a, let's, you know, let's do this for one of the greatest of all time. And even that, I mean, you still had, not for back-to-back years of Western Conference Final yeah. heartbreak. Like there were so many other things that went into that that the Ray Bork thing was just kind of stacked on top. I don't. I don't doubt that 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 abs group would rally around. Like let's do this for Geo. Let's you know let's get him there. Let's blah blah blah. Let's but, do this for
1: one of the better defensemen in recent Calgary. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah.
0: Woo! Yeah. Um, but I, I just I. <clears throat> Had Sidney Crosby never won a Stanley Cup, that's the type of player that someone trades for was, in the last. Who couple was of the years.
1: dude that Chicago like gave the cup to? Chemo teaming in. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that's it's it's like chemo teaming in. Like, <laughs> good guy, likable guy, long career, I'm, right? Good player. Had a. I, who's,
2: had, who's the closest to being? Is it Jumbo? Probably is the closest to being that guy in the league right now. Totally, I think yeah. Jumbo. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. I I would say the big difference is is, is Ray Bork was still. Good. He, yeah. <laughs> he, he had a fifty. I think like a fifty-nine point yeah. season that year. Right in Colorado, and Joe Thornton is like, well, he's gonna play fifty-nine games. <laughs> right, right. Like, like, like he's Ray showing Bork, on their fourth line. Ray Bort could
0: have come back the in two thousand one, two thousand two, and, and been a fine. And no one would have like blinked yeah. at it. Yeah, he um, he was that good. Right, right. Uh And, and so again, I I don't discount it one hundred percent. Um, but I just think like I said it would have to be like a like an Alex Ovechkin in two years three years had he never won the cup a few years ago
1: yeah
0: that's the type of guy yeah. that like you really do rally yeah, around and the
1: Geo's not sure. so. I don't think it's a major storyline. I think okay. it's it's more of a something that would be discussed internally. He's a good he's a good player who's nearing the end of his career and hey, it'd
0: be awesome to see him get the cup. Yeah, it'd be like cool. that's but it's a not cool this story, but
2: ridiculous moment he,
1: his church, yeah. if they were to win it. If,
3: <laughs> One of
0: the better Calgary Flames of French in recent memory.
1: <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I don't, think, I don't think a Giordano 5 jersey is going up in the rafters if they make the deal and they win the cup. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. that's how good Ray Bork was. Yeah. His time in Colorado was not very long, and they still were like, he was this impactful. Yeah. Don't Nobody get, else don't get us started on this debate. Uh, yeah. Do you not think he should have had his number retired? Absolutely not. L to the knob! Oh, my god, <laughs> You guys are crazy. You guys are uh, out of your minds.
2: Let's go to a younger player here. You guys are out of your minds. At number 5. This is one that both Jesse and I are, are pretty high on, yep. JT Miller. Wasn't on my
1: list at all. Uh, yeah, So, tells you kind of how I feel.
2: Th- this is where, for me, this list really
0: starts getting into you're like, hard improving your team.
2: Agreed. I if So, if I didn't think it was going to take genuinely a king's ransom to get JT Miller out of Vancouver, he'd have been even higher on my list. But yeah. I think he's going to be incredibly expensive to pry out of there.
0: Well, and especially because I,
2: I – I guess I could pull up the standings and
0: look, but I still think Vancouver is talking themselves into relevancy. Yeah. Um. And, and then on top of that, I so also
1: – Pacific divisions say that there are two playoff – I think there are two clear playoff.
2: Vegas games. for sure. Vegas and Calgary. Yeah. And agree. then
1: that gives you one for sure playoff spot, and then you're hoping a wild card spot. Because one of those central teams is going to get one of the wild cards. And so you're talking about one. you're yeah. talking about two spots here. So you're fighting LA, Anaheim, San Edmonton, Jose. San Jose, Vancouver are all fighting for two spots. Right. Realistic, not even and, mentioning And Anaheim Seattle, like it.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, they're they're way out of it. Seattle, they're 14 points behind Arizona. Vancouver. I know. Right? I, I know, I know. I just well, love the book Seattle, <laughs> but like in Anaheim starting to slide. You know they've they, hit, they they've have hit, finally cooled off. They've of hit the yeah. speed wobbles a little bit, right? Yep. So, I think one for that. Two, I think this is a guy that Vancouver still would like to have in the fold. Yeah, going forward. And then three, to your point, I think the price tag will be high on, him and this is a guy. I you know I just said it about Mark Giordano, but like someone who's serious about a cup will pay the high price. And Joe Sackey has just shown over and over and over again, he's got a price that he's willing to pay. And if it's beyond that, he's not going to mess with it.
1: When you're talking about JT Miller, we're talking about the first guy on this list that I'm actually open to the idea of paying a certain price for. Sure. We are talking about a prospect you really like, a first round pick, that kind well, of thing.
2: And and part of this conversation is he does have another year on his deal. Yeah. So you're again in that conversation of like, maybe this makes Burakovsky more expendable. One of the
1: biggest selling points of JT Miller is the versatility, is that he's played all three forward positions extensively yep. in the NHL. So having him next year and then maybe giving him an extension beyond that, it doesn't necessarily lock you into, well, he's going to play in this spot or that spot. He can move around for you and do a lot of different things, and that's that that uh, having that sort of malleable skill set, I think is a really important selling point in the JT Miller conversation because JT Miller, on his own, just as a player in one position, he's he's solid, but I don't know that he moves the needle very far for me over Tyler Toffoli. But when you add in when you add in the center versatility, I think it gets to be a different conversation.
2: Take the eraser, rub out Comfer, right in Miller. <laughs> Done. <laughs> and Riley, just so you know,
0: I don't think Newhook or Byron are part of uh, a single conversation. They are table. They're not Newhook going and anywhere. Byram are
1: off the table. They're not going anywhere. Yep.
0: Uh, yeah, regardless of who we're talking about here, I don't think they're giving up I mean, either I I mean, I would
1: trade Byram
2: for Jack Hughes. <laughs> sure. For elite talent, young elite talent, basically. I'd do it for Trevor Zegross. Let's go. For Connor McDavid at 50% retained.
1: Sure. (laughs) Sure. I'd make it work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But no, this is definitely the first guy where it gets, like like I said, you're, you're making a clear we're willing to give up because we think this makes
2: us that much better. The type of guys that when the trade happens, the media goes, oh, They're for real now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's just what Colorado needed, right? (laughs) Oh, highly versatile, high highly skilled forward that can fit anywhere into a top nine, and make all of those different levels of better.
2: Good. 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 Yeah. 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 (laughs) All right. Well, on that note, go get yourself a Breck Brew. Got Broncos Country right here, living the dream. You can get eight different kinds on tap down at the bar, Mm. or find them at your local liquor store. Look. Drink the Avalanche while you're watching the Avalanche game. It's a super easy deal. You,
1: you should just do it. Drink yeah. the Avalanche while you watch the Avalanche. It just
2: makes sense. They also have the two for a brew deal. Allie's pointing at me. I don't know why. Um, my brother just asked me what my favorite
0: IPA of Brett Brew is, so I thought I would ask you guys. I hate IPAs, so... What's an IPA? I, I hate IPAs, but their Juicy oh, okay. Drop one... I, no, that's where I'm going with this. I hate IPAs, but the... The Juice the, Drop? Yeah, the Juice
2: Drop... Mango It's drinkable for Pine- for, I, for IPA I haters. had two yeah. of them the other night as someone who doesn't like IPAs I thought they were really good. I I'm a simple human and I drink Avalanche during the Avalanche games. I I am a creature of habit. They're super good. When you get one during an Avs game or before an Avs game, keep your receipt. Go on over to Breck Brew if they score two in the first period, send Breck Brew a picture of the receipt. They'll pay for your Excuse me. They'll pay for your first beer on them they're literally giving you free beer when the abs play well in the first period. So go get yourself some Breck brew, use the Breck beer locator online to find it at a local liquor store near you. Then if you're looking for free entertainment in the Denver area, where's this going? <laughs> well, you could go to the diamond club. It's That's not, not free. free. Uh, what you can do is go to the it's American Raptors. The Diamond club. I, I've never way been classier I, than that. I, I've never been, uh, it's go from Club Diamond, obviously. It's, go to American cabaret. Raptors instead. Don't go see Strippers. Go Jesus. go see Rugby. All right? One of these things is more entertaining than the other. Look, it doesn't doesn't really matter. Yes.
1: Plenty of friction either
2: choice. Alright, look. I've... Oh my god, AJ. Where mm-hmm. is the freaking Raptors thing? AJ's about to get stuff thrown at him right here. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? American Raptors. You completely oh, free yeah. to go to any game you want. They are also the home Infinity Park of Glendale of the men's and women's fifteen teams for Team USA. So it's literally the best rugby in the country. You can get in for free if you're into the rugby. You can watch for free on their website. You can also follow Colton Strickler. It's Colton Strickler, the DNVR Rugby account on Twitter. He does ridiculously good podcasts. I say it every time, but I am so insanely jealous of the access that he gets. He literally talks to the best rugby players of all time like every week. He's just like, "What's up? Let's let's talk for 45 minutes about how dope rugby is." He also has one-on-one pods about rugby if you're new to the sport. He'll teach you the ins and outs of the game and it'll look way better than AJ Hafley does right now. So.
0: I think he pulls a bucket out of phenomenally. <laughs> <laughs> also, just keep throwing shit at us we'll just keep putting it on I
3: love the hat it
0: looks great I think it looks great Yeah. It's you should wear nice more bucket outside
2: hats outside. got it it's definitely a summer hat it keeps for the sun sure. out of your yeah. eyes from
0: every angle <laughs>
2: <laughs> All I right. like that
1: fuck the sun
2: <laughs> <laughs> third period of the DNVR avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook let's get oh. into the top half of our list here number four Going back to the defensive well with Calvin DeHaan. Uh,
1: I just, I know at some point Cole Hamilton's going to watch this show. <laughs> and he's going to roll his eyes so hard at that. At the hat or Calvin DeHaan? Calvin DeHaan.
0: What's not to love?
1: This is what I've been saying for years.
0: <laughs> his last name starts with two
2: lowercase letters. How could you not love that? Years. I've been trying to push the Calvin DeHaan thing. I'm here for it. Look, I think... He is a lefty, but he does play plenty of the right side or has in his career. So he can be versatile for you in that way. He provides, if you look at his underlines this year on a Chicago team that is bad,
1: exact profile of what you want it, for a guy that helps you close he, games. He's
2: gen Again, if the Avs are without Byram, he is a perfect number four. Yeah. A perfect number four defenseman.
1: Blocks a lot of shots, has a physical element to his game, has good size uh extensive pk experience that's a that's a dude that just that is a drag and drop into your lineup
2: yep it's it's feels almost too easy it almost makes too much sense <clears throat> obviously the, chicago's going to be on the selling side of stuff
1: the big question is the extensive injury history yep uh and I don't uh, truly don't know how he would do in a really up tempo
2: can he keep up? Yeah.
1: They want him. Well, look at how Colorado's defense attacks um, when they're on offense, and I don't know that Calvin DeHaan has that in the bag.
2: You spelled it wrong. Two A's. <laughs> and it's
0: technically a lowercase d as it, well. It technically <laughs> correct. C- Uppercase upper ca- H, H. lowercase d-e. <laughs>
2: Well I know. That's why we're commenting on it. <laughs> Regardless of how yeah. you spell his and name. And a pending
1: UFA, like in a guy that a yeah. guy that you would just say, hey, uh
2: probably That's not is an astronomical not, price. Well, yeah. and probably
1: realistically probably is not coming back.
2: Sure, it's a one and done thing. Um
1: sure. but is is kind of your <laughs> answer to David Savard for what Tampa yeah. did last year. Yeah. Um much of the same attributes. But does not have any of the offensive profile or history to to justify a first round <laughs> pick. No.
2: Yeah, and you know, I the problem with the wish list is a lot of the wish list is like this would be great before we talk about the price that it's actually going to cost.
1: Yeah, and Dehan is a really reasonable response, uh, and and probably the only defenseman of the ones that we've talked about here. Um, With the Geos, and look, he's not on this list yet, but John Klingberg is coming. Yeah of of those guys um Dehan is the one where you say Bowen Byram doesn't really matter in this picture.
2: He'd be great as your number 5. Exactly. Game. If
1: you have if you have Calvin Dehan and Eric Johnson is your bottom pairing. You love that. If you have pairing. if you have Calvin Dehan and Jack Johnson is your bottom pairing, you love that Like you're pairing. you're you're feeling a whole lot better. If you really want to get crazy, you go Calvin DeHaan and Justin Barron is your bottom Ooh, pairing.
2: Ooh, the black ace. Do it. I'm saying. <laughs>
1: Um, And then if there's no Byram, then Calvin Nahan next to Sam Gerrard. It just you're talking about raising the floor here, limiting some of the damage that you can do, but at what should be a pretty reasonable cost.
2: Yeah, it shouldn't be the price for Calvin
1: Nahan should not be exorbitant.
2: You try to sneak in with like a if you could find a way to get him for less than a first. I think it would be something I'd be all over for sure. Even if you're talking about like a, a solid grade prospect, it'd be something I'd have to seriously consider. But in any case, AJ spoiled our number three as we're sticking with the defenseman. It is John Klingberg. Uh, I wasn't as interested in Klingberg. I, I yeah, just, as
1: the dissenter, because Jesse and I each had John Klingberg at three. Yeah, I want to know where the dissenting opinion is under the asterisk that I have John Klingberg at 3
2: Because of Byron. Because
1: Byram is not in the lineup and If Byram comes back, John Klingberg probably
2: isn't even on my list anymore And I agree there If Byram's healthy, I don't see how Klingberg fits at all Full stop
0: Dylan Sakura sent back down to the Eagles Good sign okay. for McKinnon coming back Sunday Side note As expected, McKinnon also, should be back Eagles Sunday Also, the
1: Eagles play tonight So, that was happening no matter yeah. what Poor guy.
0: <laughs> he has to play every well, day, well, and then he then the Eagles play tomorrow too. Yeah.
1: That dude's about to and play three games play on in a row. <laughs> well, I don't think he will when the Abs when the Abs recall him because something happens with McKinnon.
2: <laughs> Darren Helm goes out again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're
1: just like every day. <laughs> <laughs> every again. Day. Do, do you want that NHL
2: paycheck? <laughs>
1: yeah. Anyway.
2: But yeah, sorry. Didn't mean yeah. to derail. Just I'll wanted go. to make so, sure I got the update in. I I really struggle to see Klingberg's <laughs> bit in this team. Why? Yeah, I was going to say. With what you have... State in, Joe Case. With what you have in McCarr, Taves, and Gerrard, mm-hmm. I really think you want to round out that number four with a better, well-rounded defenseman on the defensive side. Yes, I understand Klingberg can move pucks well, and that works great in the ab system, mm-hmm. but I don't think he so brings... So you wouldn't want Byram on that second pairing? No, I do want Byron on the second pairing. I think his defense is fucking elite. Uh, I... This is why I had Geo over Klingberg, because you drop in Geo, he's a monster in front of his own net, he makes it hard for other teams, he makes them work in the offensive zone to get stuff done, and Geo still has enough puck-moving ability to get it out. Whereas Klingberg, yes, he's going to provide you a ton of offense, but he's super high-event defensively, and it's going to create a lot of chaos. I think it, it gets a little bit hard to make the balance work there. Because you really do want to keep ties with McCarr as much as possible, I think.
1: Yeah, and I think that putting Klingberg next to Gerard is fine. I yep. don't because, love it. I don't love Klingberg it. Because Klingberg is not the player that he was a couple of years ago. And I don't really care about the offense, to be honest with you. Like, that'll come just naturally. And he'd be a very good natural fit into how Colorado wants their D to activate. And he has the puck skill to fit right into all of that. I think that side
2: will be fine. And that's
1: great. But I think that he's also been playing in a heavily defensive system for the last few years and hasn't looked out of place. He hasn't collapsed. He hasn't folded like the French. He's just fine.
2: I, he's I, been fine. I think and you're I think, overrating his defense. And
1: I don't, and I don't, I'm not of the opinion that John Klingberg is a very good defender, but I think that he's a good enough player right. in his own zone and his puck moving compliments Sam Gerard's well enough yep. Yep. that if he wasn't, if if he's not getting put next to Sam Gerard, I don't have an interest in it. I agree. Which is why I'm saying if Bowen Byram I, is back in the lineup, I don't yeah, really have Klingberg on my list at I, all. He doesn't make sense as a Me bottom too. pairing guy at but all. But as, as a but. guy, I'm trusting. Every I am, cl- I am trusting everything about John Klingberg more than Eric Johnson or Jack Johnson or Ryan Murray or Curtis McDermott or Jacob McDonald or Justin Barron. Any of those guys. I trust John Klingberg to do the two-way job at a hey. higher level, at a better level, and he has, like,
2: begged Dallas to get the F out of to, there
1: to, to, to get rid of him. He does not want to be there, and I think you're going to get a really, really motivated, yeah, pissed off player. And I really like, I and really like picking up a guy who's got who's got a big chip on his shoulder to prove, and really wants to he has a little really, bit of fire there. Really yeah. wants to prove a point to I just, a to a, to a city that he feels has done him dirty. I, I just think that
0: his 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 stylistic play fits too well within what the Avs do to. To not be looking again, I, all of this is is Bowen Byram is a linchpin on this player almost completely. If you feel any level of of real confidence of your Joe Sakik that Bowen Byram will be back, then I I am with you. I, I don't really know if he falls anywhere on my list. But my interest is gone. But but this is basically Because I'm not paying the price right.
1: for him to John, be a third John Klingberg
0: to me is basically The Bowen-Byron Band-Aid to get you to next season while staying high-level,
2: puck-moving, good skater. I I, I guess part of my concern there is it feels to me like they're maybe getting a little bit too samey. On the defensive side, with their identity, if you add another guy like that into your well, league.
1: and I like that. I like that. I mean, this is not Tyson Berry here. This is it's, not it's a one-way not full player. Yolo said, for sure, who like collapses in his own zone here and can't play any defense. This is a guy that's been playing in a defense-heavy system for the last several years.
0: Well, and and, and again, like, the... and I
1: think that Colorado frees him up from that. But yeah. he's he's going to be comfortable enough in his own zone that having puck-moving skill around him to the level of a Sam Gerard. Uh, is just going to unlock
2: some of the talent the to shine are through. Some of yeah. the things
1: that I think we haven't get, gotten to see in him really excel in Dallas because they've been asking him to kind of play not to his preferred style.
0: And, and and in terms of like the two Sammy, I get what you're what you're getting at there, but that is so much of what we talked about early this season when Byram really was going is that this top four they just. They're so consistent. You know what you're getting, and they complement the offense so well that I, I, I still think that bottom pairing, you know, the Johnson and Johnson pair or whatever, you have enough diversity. You have enough shutdown. <laughs> you have the ability in Kale McCarr and Devon Taves. You know, those aren't just strictly offensive players. For sure. I, I, I just think that, again, if you, if you feel like you're probably going to be without Byram I think this is a phenomenal well, if you get to
1: the if you get to the deadline and you don't have you don't have Byram this is the last chance that you have to do something about it. I agree yep and yep. that's where I think Klingberg is the interest and if you do have Pram then you don't bother with John Klingberg right and right just, that's
0: that's where you do go fill around with some of these other
1: yeah where, where you do trying to that's where Luke Shen and Calvin Hahn become right. <laughs> they just pump them up like two yeah, spots right. each. Right, right.
2: You're you're min maxing a little bit more at that point when Byron's Def- Yeah,
1: definitely. That's more about that's more about raising the floor. Yep. John Klingberg is about keeping your ceiling where you want it on that second pairing. Yeah. I, and not that's the a great floor. Way of putting it. For the record,
2: I did have Klingberg on my list just a little bit lower. Down at nine, I believe. Right. But I lied. I not that I'm a total non believer. I just don't believe in him as much as you guys do. Uh but
1: He's certainly not the player and this is an important acknowledgement that he's not the guy he was a few years ago. For sure. There have been some steps back there in his game. All right. So it's not without concern that I'm doing it. I'm just believing I think I think that there I think whoever frees him from Dallas is, is going benefit. to get yeah. is gonna get a really, really motivated John Klingberg mm-hmm. for a couple of months. And that's that's in playing for a big contract. Uh, he's been on a he's been on a really good deal. Yeah, for I was going to say his, career. His
0: money is easy to fit.
1: I think I think that that's a uh, there's a there's money and disrespect by by the stars have pushed him in a direction where I'm like whoever gets that dude is going to get the best version we've seen in a long time uh, of him.
2: Chat is is desperately hung hungry to talk about our number two guy on oh, the list.
1: Are they over? Are they over? Uh,
2: Tomas Hertl? Yeah, Hurdles Hertl's. So, so 10 minutes ago what i what i what i think is
1: amazing about this none of us had hurdle on the top 10 not one of us and well, i'm curious about this reasoning because i i i have my feelings about why and i'm curious why he's not on either of yours
2: it, he could have snuck into the bottom of my list but especially the last couple of days it sounds like the sharks are trying really hard to keep him that's mine okay I, I, so I, I we're all in agreement that we think he's going to stay yeah
0: well it's not even necessary okay. that i that i think he'll ultimately end up staying but i just think that He's having of of all, and the next guy on our list is is another one who's having a really good year. Um, I just think that you'd be buying really high, and I, I think San Jose wants to keep him, so I I think the cost to pry him out of there right now is just going to be – San nice Jose time. really
1: just can't rebuild. They have too much yep, money tied up stuck in guys already with Carlson Burns. They just yeah. kind of have to just keep going in this era. Yep, and I guess magically, fucking hope that they get really lucky. I don't really Just understand. What pull the Evander
2: is. Kane magic trick of getting out of contracts I, a couple yeah, more times. Like,
1: like, can they can they fake some vaccination cards for Brent Burns and company? Like, <laughs> like right. what what can they do here to get out of those deals? Because right. they don't have a direction while that's all going on. Yeah, and Doug Wilson's the kind of guy who's been really, really loyal to the guys who signed long term, and says. I don't want to rebuild. You guys you guys did not sign up with me for that process. Yeah. You gave your you gave a long commitment to have your family here so that you guys could compete for something and I want to make sure the second half of your careers matter. And fair enough, you got to love a GM that has that kind of respect as a former player obviously like you yeah. feel you feel like there's a certain respect there. That's all good and well, but uh, it, the, a weird kind of a weird direction for the franchise because they they're just sort of stuck kind of having to keep guys like Hurdle yep. and not cashing in on rebuild opportunities.
0: Yeah, so that that was the only reason why he was. If if you're purely just talking like. If you're not talking about acquisition costs or salary or anything, he 100% would have been on my list. Yep. Um, but I just
1: – I, If I, I was not 100,000% convinced that San Jose was going yeah, to make I think every they're going single going to keep him. effort to yeah. keep him, and eventually he's just going to be like, all right, that's too much money. I need to say yes to this. <laughs> right, right.
2: Uh, all right, we got a little sidetrack there. Our number two guy, Joseph James Papelski. He's a hockey player. Is that
1: what you were just looking up? Was his
2: full name? His middle name. Yeah, I wasn't sure what. It was James, by the way. Little Uh, little Captain America up in here. Little Captain America. I actually had him at one over Claude Giroux. I know both of you had Giroux at one. Uh, I think Pavelski is the dream fit for this hockey team. So why I've got Pavelski
1: at two. uh, He's 37 already. um, And... Definitely getting up there. I think that it's going to be harder to bring him back in the offseason than it I, would be to bring Drew I, back because I think Drew only waves for a team that he thinks he has a good chance to stick I, with.
2: I, I went into this thinking Pavelski is a rental, full stop. And and that's
1: so that's why I have Pavelski there. I also, because uh, their selling points are almost identical. Right. I, They're right handed. They give you, they, they open, they, they can win a lot of face offs for you. They open up tons of options for you. Power play wise, they do it in very different ways. You want Claude Giroux taking one timers, you want Joe Pavelski tipping them in. in the yeah. So you'd love to just have them both. <laughs> but like you 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 really the the selling points are almost identical here. It's like which one do you think is a better fit? Which one do you think can slide into the lineup and do whatever? Like it's really all very same samey between these two. Agree. It's just it's just the age. Otherwise, I don't know. How you would really strongly prefer one over the other? Yeah.
2: The razor thin margins. Like for Pavelski's sure, huh?
1: playoff career has been a little more prolific than Giroux's, but Pavelski's also never been the number one guy I, right. on a playoff contender the way that Giroux has I, yeah, been his whole career.
2: For me, I think I just prefer Pavelski stylistically a smidge better with the net front stuff. I think he would fit in great on a second well, line. When you talk
1: about. Next to on a line like, with Berkey and Berkowski Kadri and going Kadri. bombs yeah. away with him in right front. and shooting yeah. constantly and 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 really like you talk about scoring in the postseason
2: yep you get some of those dirty goals right that like Pavelski those grinds pucks, out there yep. those
1: tipped pucks from Pavelski eliminated Colorado twice yep
0: and and just you said there <coughs> anything about Landy's very good in front of that net himself yep. now you're running PP one with Gabe Landeskog in front of that and PP two with yep. Joe Pavelski in front of the net, um, Lethal. yeah. He, he just like Giroux. He just makes it a really tough matchup. It really struggle if you're another team playing against the Abs in the playoffs to match. Yeah, top six. Well, like he's it,
1: such a miserable son of a yeah, bitch. Nobody to play wants to play against that dude. Like <laughs> Pavelski, Pavelski sucks to play against in a way that I don't think Giroux does. But Giroux, I think, has a higher natural
2: talent skill level. level yeah
1: um so again it's more you're, tantalizing you're talking yeah. about like different different pathways to success but similar levels now pavelski's having a crazy ass year like this really <laughs> insane a 37 year old percentage <laughs> driven monstrosity of a season and drew's having a good year on a team that has completely fallen apart right
0: well and then and then you do have to anecdotally make the joke yeah here we go <laughs> It's a joke, but it's also like a little bit of a real thing. I mean, Joe Pavelski has just
2: eaten the abs alive in his career. And this is
1: the other the other factor here is Philadelphia doesn't care about sending Dallas is in division. Dallas. Doesn't it, it, Dallas? They, they're
0: going to have to be out of it for them to move a guy like
1: this to Colorado. Exactly, and Dallas wants to keep Joe Pavelski for a series, a first round series against Colorado. Yeah, there's a very real in, possibility that Dallas, Colorado probably, is,
2: the, is the round one. series If Dallas yeah. makes
1: the postseason, it's likely as the last seed out west, yeah. and that puts them in position to have the abs. And yeah. so you're saying you want to keep him for that? You don't want you don't want to give up whatever and then have that guy play against you. Because like I
0: said, it's funny to laugh and joke about that stuff, but I don't have it in front of me, but I I wouldn't want to look at his career totals
1: against the abs. I mean, he just and Philadelphia is saying we'd prefer to send you out to Colorado and not have you waste away (laughs) in like Washington or something, you know, like winning a Stanley Cup down the road for an Eastern Conference team that we've been trying to beat for 10 years Yeah,
0: for years. Um, yeah. That, that,
1: whereas you send him, you send him out west. Is the, what I'm saying. Like they want to give, they want to get him out of the east. Yeah. So send him out. Send him Not out west. Their problem. And it's what the Abs yeah.
0: attempted to do with Matthew Shane, Ryan O'Reilly,
1: and Tyson Barry. Give them, Berry. Give them I, the fivel treatment. They He's all came go back.
0: West. <laughs> and and there was a minute there when I thought they were all going to end up in division. <laughs> Tyson Barry decided to stay in Edmonton. Uh, who
2: uh, who was it that got? It, it was Hoffman, right? That got immediately flipped. Uh, yeah, by San Jose. Yeah, 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 yeah Back yeah. to Florida, yeah. Because yeah. Ottawa refused to trade to the East. Yeah, and and weren't they pretty pissed about that? Yeah, they were. Well, not San
1: Jose you. was mad because of uh, what happened with Martin Jones. Or LA was mad because they yeah. traded Martin Jones to Boston. Yeah, and Boston goes, LOL, and traded him to. San, San Jose yeah. and L.A. worked really hard to keep Not him from... to do that, yeah. Because that was at in... the time. You remember the Sharks didn't have a goalie, and Martin Jones was the next big thing. He was actually yeah. good then. You know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it, it's tough. Uh, we haven't really talked about the Giroux side as much. He's obviously our number one. He headlined the title. You should know this if you read the title. Okay. Flurry was number one. <clears throat> okay. okay, well, those people who's, were lying to themselves.
3: <laughs> Ice was very surprised by the
0: amount of people saying Flurry number one. Who's... <laughs> Ron Weasley in this cuz the fact that they know the nickname turd stick means he's for you guys I know exactly who he's talking about and <laughs> yes I did <laughs> Uh Joy that's like my best friend AJ's met Joy you met Jonathan Yeah Uh I'd love to know who that actually is Yeah this is someone from your hockey team it would be my yeah, yeah 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 and and the not a lot of people call him turd stick so <laughs>
2: Uh For the
1: record, Joe Pavelski, thirty-seven points in forty-seven games against the Habs, not unreal good, but I'd be willing to bet if you look at the playoffs, it's probably a little
2: different. Dirty good, yeah. Who
0: is this person? (laughs) (laughs) Turdstick is actually one of the people I was talking to you guys about earlier about how insanely skilled he was, but (laughs) you get him in national tournaments and stuff, he
2: just gets. How do you get the nickname Turdstick? It sounds (laughs) a
0: lot like his last name. Okay. Yeah, there's there's a few there's a few for him that aren't. Do you ever
1: do you ever read that Reddit thread on poop knife?
2: I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some stories you just don't want to know. But... Better off not knowing. <laughs> oh, I'd love to know who that is. Anyway. Uh, anyway, Claude Giroux. Obviously, the talent level is there. Obviously, Philadelphia has all the reason in the world to sell him, assuming he wants to wave. <laughs> We've been talking about him for. A week or two now obviously all the all-star stuff where he wanted nothing to do with the trade conversations but it's pavelski and drew are the type of talents that people (laughs) know the poop pavelski and drew are the type of talents that if you're not at least inquiring about you're simply just not doing your job correctly yeah
1: I mean so. that's that's one where you're like, dude, the 2023 first, totally. Yep. And the reason why I'm more comfortable with Giroux is again, I think that if the you opportunity get Giroux, for you want to give him the Joe Pavelski's contract. <laughs>
0: well, and and you give him
1: the three by seven and keep him and just hope that it goes as well as, as Pavelski's deal did.
0: And uh, Claude Giroux, I I, I laugh. Going through Twitter, you see all these people I don't want Giroux. He's not worth Martin Cout and a first. Like, do you yes, not know who Claude Giroux is? <laughs> like this is a top tier. Yeah. Like elite- Justin
1: Barron is on the table for me, and yeah. that's a deep cut. But right. also knowing that like it's gonna you gotta you gotta give to get and Claude right. Giroux could be the Quadru difference between a cup and not
2: genuinely nasty right
1: right i, I mean this is that's th- this is not min maxing this is max maxing right I mean, this, <laughs> this, this gives is you... straight up gear upgrading <laughs> like this is different I, level i
0: think miko is really the better comparison but just forget that for a thing this really does kind of give you that like really elite not quite to the same level of like crosby malkin but like mm. it gives you your your huge one two punch McKinnon, cool. Wow, he shut that line down. Here comes Claude Giroux over the wall. It's just like he is that level. Oh, he's going to
1: play n- next
0: to Nazem He yeah, who is right.
1: in the top five in the NHL in scoring, where you're just like, do you need this guy? Right. No. But how much better, how much harder are you to beat having him around? Well,
0: and, and and we talk about Joe Pavelski being tough to play against and maybe a little bit tougher than Giroux, but, I mean, this is also still, he's has a little bit of that like, old-school Philly nasty to kind of play against. You know, he's got that the the famous mm. shift a couple you know a few years ago in the playoffs against Pittsburgh where he goes out and just lays Murks three dudes out yeah. including oh, dude. Sidney Crosby picks it's the a puck up hard. and just hammers one home like he is he's an elite talent he's the best player available like at this trade deadline I league. know
1: I know he's not this guy anymore but he's like two years removed from a hundred point season right yeah. right 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 so like let's well, remember and, that Claude Giroux is the and he's still like. His numbers aren't like, oh, my God, right? But not you're not also eye-popping. talking about a team that has completely collapsed this year. It's a disaster. It's
0: it, it's similar to, like, the 48-point year when, when you looked back at that after the year was yeah. done. You're like, Nathan McKinnon had a pretty good year, all things considered. Yeah,
1: you're like, Miko Rantanen had a 20-goal season. Right, like right. There are some things that you're po- – but you're also looking at those names, and you're like, how did a team with this much talent get this bad? Yeah. Right, 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 right. And sometimes it just spirals on you. And that's what we're seeing in Philly this year is that it's, and I don't, I truly don't think that it's, that they're that bad. I don't think so. I think things have just gotten out of hand. It's just all, everything's gone wrong. And 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 the mountain, the mountain's on top of them now. And you're just like, okay, well, I guess we just wait till next year to push this reset button. But you do have to make a decision, you know? And Drew is interesting because he's got the thousand games played coming up. Uh, that would be the March seventeenth game yep. for for the Flyers. Would be that thousandth game, game right before the deadline. So you really, really want to see him that. get to yeah. that. Yeah. So this is not this is probably not one that you're going to see them not any, make. not
2: within the next couple weeks. Yeah, that would have to
1: be yeah. a, probably on a deadline itself, maybe the day before. Yep. And then also, I think Philly's in Colorado that week.
2: A little bit of a. So it would
1: be fun to be yeah. like.
2: Just stay. Hi, fellas. <laughs> Just right, right, stay right. in Colorado. It's fine. Oh, yeah.
3: Someone asked what time the trade
0: deadline is. Uh, all day, Eastern. March 21st. Yeah.
2: We'll be live all day. Yeah. We'll be live all day for the deadline. Don't worry all about it. Is it, it.
0: No, it's not noon Eastern. There's no way. Two it, two Eastern? Three Eastern? It ends at either noon or one here locally.
2: Yeah. it's. I
0: think it's usually noon Pacific. But again, the other thing to always keep in mind is you have to be in line with the. National Hockey by League trade the, registry by, by that time. Yep. So those you know deals Trains
2: come in two hours
1: after. Yeah, deals yeah. will
0: always trickle in for the the hours after, but.
1: 3 p.m. Eastern. So one. So 1 p.m. here. Yep. Okay. Yep. Keep in mind that is also trade deadline day. Is a game day. The yeah. Edmonton Oilers are in Denver. That's going to be Seven,
0: a busy day. 7:30 that night. Um, So expect
1: expect morning skate to either be canceled or for it to be massive.
0: Yeah, did Tyson Jones just leave ten minutes early? What's going on here? I was gonna say we will be live all day, but I will be at the arena and then coming over here. I will be live all
2: day, Um, and these guys will pop in and out as needed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Don't see JT Compher out here.
1: Mm, Interesting. Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, rem- yeah
1: remember the Avs did this when Florida was in town. Yeah. Uh they they just had Derek Broussard come across the hallway.
0: Um uh, Philly just just so Philly will absolutely be retaining. They have to. They would have to. Philly to will one hundred percent And it's one hundred percent their incentive to retain is Do you want to give up Claude Drew for nothing? For nothing? Yeah. yeah, are you are you cool you know, you with letting him, him leave in free agency? Yeah, are you are you willing to let him walk for nothing to save your pride or or do you want to get something for it? So double hat? They have massive incentive to retain. I Actually, that looks pretty good.
1: I'm ready for the snow, y'all. <laughs> uh, they, they they
0: absolutely have incentive. That's what incentive. I said when I
1: moved here from Texas. I'm <laughs> oh, ready for
0: the snow, y'all. Uh, they have incentive to retain, and the more they retain, the the, the more they'll There's get in no return. There's
2: no reason for them not to. Yeah,
0: they, re- they retain the max amount. They will absolutely maximize what they are going to get in return. And when you're talking about trading a player of that caliber, you're trying to get as much... Interturns you can, especially when you're talking about you're retaining salary for three months? The
2: yeah. So they will be retaining. The one other thing about Jerome Pavelski I think that we haven't really touched on is the domino effect of you put them into your top six, and all of a sudden you're talking Bless about you. a you. third line that either has Nichushkin or if you want to put Nachushkin on the right of the second line, Burkovsky. We've talked a lot this year about, hey, Give Alex Newhook a little bit more talent. I'll Let's let see what up. that kid can do. Without incentive, they have no incentive to retain. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. But their incentive is a better price <laughs> and literally no downside to them retaining other than actual dollars. Right. So, Sorry, I interrupted you. Who, no, you're good. Who is Lil B? No one
3: knows
2: anything yet. Stop. <laughs> well, okay. Anyway. Grouse was on my
1: list. So.
2: when when you have a player of that caliber if you can acquire that it doesn't just make the direct players that they play with better it makes your entire lineup that much better and it's kind of a big deal when you're trying to win a Stanley Cup right so yep I Yo. Want, I,
1: does Lil' burn have a soundcloud <laughs> oh,
0: did, did you hear us talking about it before I loved Lil' burn I I, I don't know why he hasn't been in every game since. He's
2: incredibly cute. Gonna do a crossover with Lil Bow Wow. Is is that the future of the rap game? Lil Burn? Sure. Is Lil Burn in the doghouse? Look at him. Chat, hold
0: on. There you go. Yep. It was the flag waving, and then, yeah, the the fist (laughs) bumps bumps coming in. Super cute. Yeah. Just because That flag was The, the pole was yeah. short And still way too <laughs> the flag fucking big was bigger than he was yeah, yeah. yeah No I loved Lil Burn Go ahead and leave that up there For the rest of the show I think um, we're uh, almost done Yeah we're He's wrapping it gritty. up here Oh dude oh, totally. Megan and I were Megan and I were talking about Gritty last night And I'd vote for him for president
2: Absolutely Sold He should He should take over for Gary Bettman When Gary <laughs> yeah, Bettman yeah. retires He should run the NHL All chaos <laughs> It's what the, do you
1: think Gritty's voice sounds like?
0: Doesn't, that's, that's part of what makes him so insane. Is he doesn't have one. It's just that blank stare. <laughs> that I just, I, like, non-blinking is it,
1: stare. Is it like the extreme? Is it like Gilbert Gottfried's voice? No. I or is think, it like... Uh, I,
2: I think the no voice is what adds to the mystery. There's two, only two correct answers. One, Mark Wahlberg. Two... What? Yep. <laughs> Why? <laughs> 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 That's part of the madness of Gritty, okay? He has a Boston a accent in Philly.
0: Fucking named uh, to two, pull out of a hat. The,
2: the other one is way worse. The other option is a kawaii anime girl. So. What? <laughs> Those are the only two things that have possibly fit Gritty because it's absolute nonsense either way. <laughs> that's, too, that's too on brand. Gritty's voice would have to be something crazy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> making... I've left the panel speechless. <laughs> chat, yeah. So we're gonna wrap up the show now. <laughs> uh, any final thoughts on the Avs uh, trade deadline? I, I, I honestly here? can't formulate a thought after everything <laughs> you just said. So I'm the not... only
1: thing going through my
2: head is what the fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all right. Just imagine of all celebrities for you to name, Mark Wahlberg was way imagine, down on that list. Imagine Gritty sitting in the penalty box going ooh woo Just imagine that. Why is the commissioner of
1: the NHL in the penalty box?
2: <laughs> What's happening in this world? Lost Ark is dope, having a ton of fun. Uh, uh it's been fun, yeah. PHX
1: they, Jimmy on there, one of the, the they
3: had
1: one of the they had the
2: drummer. That's so cool. Why don't you book drummers for us, Allie? True. That ain't my job. Where's our interview with Blink what 182?
1: Yeah, it should, no no job. <laughs>
2: Uh, I'll get a little burn on anyway, Please, since <laughs> or I've, Gritty
0: Tap into your, your Philly connections Get Gritty
2: on the show Since I have now taken the podcast entirely off the rails One minute, and tw-
1: or one hour and twenty seconds Oh, one, 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 one last quick quick question here Rachel Ridgelinsky put out a thing uh, Ketchup or mustard on a corn dog
2: Corn dogs are gross, so on neither On a corn dog
0: Anything that involves mustard fucking sucks Wrong So, so. I'm with you on corn dogs. Yeah, they're not great.
2: Mustard. Not
1: great. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, but did you forget that mustard? Y- do, do you have sucks? an answer to
1: this? I don't have a preference. Plain. Cop out. I would need a Imagine that. I would person who likes cheese, cheese pizza wants a plain. Get out of here with that. I don't this. put anything on my hot dog
2: either. <laughs> what, what? Okay. <laughs> that's, what you, I, I, that's what you get from Mark Wahlberg. Plain hot dogs. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you say plain hot dogs? Yeah. Dude. A plain hot dog is better and than anything you can put with condiments away. on it. What
2: the, the f? f- How many times have we asked you anything. for your bad food takes and y'all are out here eating plain ass hot dogs? <laughs> That's not a bad food take. That's a You're terrible outnumbered food on
0: this take. set, bruh. Sounds like you've <laughs> got the bad take. Outnumbered on this? <laughs> I said on the set. I said on the set. Yeah. 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 Ridiculousness. <laughs> Quiet offset. I said on the set.
2: Okay. Uh, before I dig a hole any deeper for myself. I'm going to wrap this show up. Thank you, Chat, for hanging out with us. This was a fun one. Hope you all enjoyed. Uh, we are back on Sunday, pregame, postgame, the whole nine for the game against Dallas. So please join us for that. It is an afternoon game. Game starts at noon, actually, I think. Yeah, so, so we'll be on our postgame
1: at 11.30 a.m. Mimosas and corndogs. Oh,
2: dude, That's what thank we you. S- Oh, did he say post-game? No, the post-game
1: will be the same as the pre-game. We'll have that many mimosas that it's just the pre and post-game show.
2: One long show. It'll be fine. All right. We're out. Thank you, chat. We'll talk to you Sunday.